electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC, Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning, everybody. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber. He is Jim Cramer. And we are live from Post 9 at the New York Stock Exchange. Carl has the morning off. You just saw futures. Take another look at them, will you? Look at that NASDAQ number. Well, David, there's a company that's on the NASDAQ that we're going to have to discuss. (laughs) Okay, I bet you that's where our roadmap starts. The name is Meta. And it was a, uh, well, it was a monster quarter. Shares are going to be I higher. I use that term in a long time. A lot higher. Double-digit revenue growth for the first time since 2021. And overall, of course, you just saw what we're setting up for in terms of the market. It's uh, bullish momentum. This after the Fed does raise rates to the highest level in more than 22 years. Fresh data this morning also perhaps adding to the rally. And ServiceNow unveiling new generative AI tools this after the company beat on the top and bottom lines. Its CEO will join us in a first on CNBC interview this hour. All right, we're going to start with Meta and that big earnings beat issuing optimistic sales guidance for the third quarter, showing an 11 percent uptick in revenue. Here's CEO Mark Zuckerberg on the call last night. He was discussing the company's outlook during what is still the year of efficiency. The year of efficiency was always about two different goals, becoming an even stronger technology company and improving our financial results so we can invest aggressively in our ambitious long-term roadmap. Uh, Now that we've gotten through the major layoffs, the rest of 2023 will be about creating stability for employees, uh, removing barriers that slow us down, introducing new AI-powered tools to speed us up, and, and so on. All right. What do you think? Reels was fabulous. Uh, Instagram's great. I wouldn't even forget WhatsApp is maybe worth the price of like a lot of different companies that we follow. Uh, that you can lose ten billion dollars on a on Reality Labs and it doesn't impact the company. It shows you what a good business person he is. I want to put what he is. He's a good business. Person. And I want to talk more about him, but I do want to stop for a moment and just consider the the amount of losses so far that they have amassed on Reality Labs. It's not ten. It's ten billion recently. It's right. thirty eight billion dollars and counting. I don't know of any other company that's lost $38 billion with nothing, by the way, no generating virtually no revenue. No, I mean, versus and yet, Pro, which and is going to be amazing. The business powers well, ahead. Well, he figured out how to offer two, com- two companies are stand out here. Both Alphabet and Facebook, Meta, figured out what advertisers want. And so the, the run from linear to these two companies is extraordinary. And it's so targeted that you have to say to yourself, I can't believe if I'm an advertiser, I can go to Meta and reach everybody in the world. And so that's what's doing it. Now, Reality Labs, candidly, um, having worn the headset, the new one is a little bit lighter, and having worn the Apple, I mean, you know, Tim Cook's the winner here. Although the price, price differential is enormous. I think that one of these pathetic telco companies will give it away. $3,500 for the Apple yeah, Vision Pro? they do Pro. a buy now, pay later. They ought to do it. Those are just... Have but, you seen the value subtracted of a company like ATT over the course of many years? 
Yes. Well, I mean, they got off your something. They may need to. But back yeah. to, I mean, $38 billion of losses. And by the end, by the time he's done, it could be $60 billion spent on. why are you focused on, on something that he's not doing right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just pointing it out as somebody who's been covering business for 37 years. I yes. don't think I've ever quite seen anything like that. Um, That's all. And it's worth mentioning because of that. It, it is. Um, it, yes, because if you had a bonfire. I mean, I've seen terrible deals. Yeah. I've seen companies get ruined by many different things. My point is. You're right. Jack London this, built a fire. This company still powers on. In fact, revenue is accelerating now. Few people expected at the beginning of the year that we would be talking about high teens revenue growth right. for Meta as it ended the year. Well, he's people love pride. That's it. And we haven't seen the real reality labs. Let's give him that. Like, what yeah, I've no, seen listen, when I was he, with him was, was, child, was child's play. I mean, there could be something here that could be dramatic. It's just that Apple's ma- married it with amazing content, including Major League Soccer, which, I mean, Messi was worth about $5 here. Um, and to be fair, he but, be- continues to believe that the metaverse will be a thing. He, 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 look, he's not an idiot. He's, uh, far from it. He's an app on top of these platforms. He's still relying on them. We saw what happened when Apple changed the operating right. system and what that meant for their business. So you, you can't imagine he wants, as if he believes this is the next platform opportunity, right. he wants to control that and the hardware as opposed to being the guy well, riding on top. Look, I think that this was a Reels quarter. Reels is You've amazing. mentioned Reels so many times over the last, well, let's yes, call it, because I like to be right. I like to mention Reels. Well, give me the numbers important. then. Go ahead. Take no, a victory lap. No, he's just lap. saying Reels is, Reels is catching up. It's actually dramatic, okay? It's a big step function for what he thought. People, he was talking about not making this much money last you know, for this whole year. And it, the, the numbers are extraordinary. He picked up a huge billions of dollars in revenue. Yes. And we know that it's TikTok. It's a $10 billion run rate, I yeah, believe. He ticked, it wasn't supposed to happen until next year at this time. So... Remember how NVIDIA did that step function where they had $4 billion more than people thought? Yes. Reels is like that. Now, the, the thing that I think we're all mystified is what we're seeing in Reality Labs seems very Viewmaster-like. And I just don't... And the headset, I mean, there's got to be more to it. It's got to be flat on your, on your screen in order to be amazing. Maybe he has that. I do not want to rule him out. I think he's too good... To show what we've seen yet. There's many, many billions yet to come. And CapEx is going to go up next year. Look, despite a year of efficiency yeah, that's of been going on this year. I mean, really, Labs, is he, I think he doesn't, he gets a pass. He doesn't have to talk about no, it. No, he doesn't. Because he's doing so well in other things. But I think there'll come a certain point where we'll just say, okay, listen, are you going to give us a $40 billion write-off? Because if you're going to do that, i got to rethink my game plan. Now, he's listening right now because he's a good fan of our show. Is he really? And he said, Yes. It's very nice. I hope he is. Well, it's not very nice. You have to watch the show. Um, a couple other things from the call. Well, do you want to talk about the stock itself for a moment? Let's I do want that. to get you pumped up a little because this stock is flying. And it's flying, and it's, well, and it, it's it, because... One reason may be because they could do as much as $20 a share in EPS next year, and is, it trades below the market multiple, right? Well, I mean, look, the guy... What, he bought back stock at the right time, not the wrong time. The, the, man, the man laid off the people that we want Amazon to do. He did what we want Alphabet to do. He demonstrated the ability to be able to get rid of people who are, not, uh, who are not producing the way they should. And at the same time, he's managed to... The reality labs, I want you to view it as a skunk lab. That there's something going on there that we don't know. Kind of like, you know, a Lockheed skunk, skunk which is going to come out and there's going to be a plane that's going to just dazzle you. 
kind but, of like but the, the point is, even if it just continues and amounts to nothing, it's the stock is still probably well because poised look, to go had, higher if they well, can end the year with this big revenue growth that seems. Okay, so now. let's say you can have the virtual mall that we've all been waiting for. You can go and you can try on a Ralph Lauren suit. You really like the way you look. Or you take it back. Maybe you've lost some weight. You have to take it in. That's all going to be done in the, in the mall. And at the same time, he's revolutionizing the way that we are going to be educated in this country. And what he's going to be known for is kind of like how Rockefeller who was initially viewed as being just this terrible monopolist, who ultimately came up with the right. Rockefeller Institute and started University of The metaverse Chicago. is a call option. That's all. All right. I'll, I'll take it as that. Oh, my. The metaverse is a call option. But meanwhile, you got revenue growth accelerating. They're using yeah. AI, obviously. Reels usage, as you said, is up sharply. Right. Employees are down. 71,400, and that didn't account for half of the 10,000 or so that had been recently. By the way, Amazon employees are down in the Washington Post article. Um, all of which means what, Jim, for the stock? Okay, all of it means that you, it, it has to be, you have to keep coming back to linear TV. You can target 3 billion people with Instagram, Facebook. 3 billion people, not even 300 million, but 3 billion. Think about the Super Bowl. I mean, it's so much bigger than the Super Bowl, and it's targeted. This is what Sheryl Sandberg first started talking about when she was working, when she was working with Mark, yep. which is that if you want your ad, you want to get customers, you go to you go to Google or you go to Facebook. That's 3. it. 3.07 billion. That's people it. You on go to Google or Facebook. By the way, do you know what the secret is with Google? Yesterday, it's it's going to be the NFL ticket. Did note both companies had 29% operating margins. Same the, the, operating margin. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Cash flow isn't here it? Is I mean, right, selling ads is a great business when you can do it David, at a scale like David, these guys can. If there's can. two companies that you want to advertise on, just two, yeah, that's a pretty good business. One final point for me: We're if just you listen going? to the call, and I know you do, and read it. Uh, a couple so of people impressive. remarked on this. Zuckerberg, you know, so many CEOs, we, we, we. He uses I a lot. Yeah, he does I, use I. I we're going to have to tell. I am going to do right, that. Well, we'll no, but that. you know what? People, uh, I know investors who actually embrace that because they're like, he's fully engaged. Well, he's remember. He's fully responsible. Can we just say he's that when, not when backing it was doing off bad, in any way. When he, was, when he was doing badly, he was not saying we. He was saying I. So, I look, I'm, I, I, you know I've been a huge believer, which has been not easy. Right? Well, there was a moment where you were... Well, happy when I got back, pretty upset. I got bagged, but it wasn't his You got fault. bagged. No, no, I got. I, sometimes I you just I, get had. It was I not will his say fault. I don't think you said to sell the stock then. No, I didn't. Were, I kept it for my child. You trust. were fairly emotional I kept at the my, time. Uh, fairly emotional. I, my wife asked me. My wife, who doesn't know, I have a morning show. Heard from people that I was very upset. <laughs> Not since our but dog died. I would note that ever since then, it's been straight up. Well, I like had a kind of a conversation about like <laughs> you can't do this again. Do, you, do we have time to turn to the broader markets here? Or you guys. Well, I do think it? so. It's having so it. much Let's fun. Let's do it quick. We got a lot of companies reporting. We got the Fed yesterday. Very we got so many earnings to get to. We obviously have dealt to a certain extent Double with goods. Meta. Um, but. Take a look at futures, yeah. I mean, look at that NASDAQ. So, well, David, I mean, anything from the Fed yesterday, Jim, that, that sort of turned I, I your think head? The, the Fed is saying, remember, I don't believe in soft landing, hard landing. I think that's all nonsense. I think the Fed is saying the plane's doing well. It's decelerating at the correct level, but it's not, it's not coming down. Why should the plane come down at all? That's just one of those stupid dichotomous things that we have to hear because people are trying to come up with analogies that don't fit anymore in the AI world. Yeah. You know, that David, Nas- I like that, to, those Nasdaq the, ship, David, the shibboleths. 
The what? The, the shibboleths. shibboleths? Yes. We, yes. we smashed them here. We did? We smashed the shibboleths. This is hardly any. Do you think Jay Powell's talking about hardly so? Jay Powell yesterday was cool as a cucumber. Even when the 40th reporter asked him when he was, when did you stop being your wife, he was right there. He was right there with it. He was great. Well, he went over data dependent on that question. All right, after the break. I love Jay. Hey, I've been with Jay the whole way, except for that, uh, except for that time when he went on, like, you know, I don't know. Uh, you were, some, you, you've been with him the whole way the here. Whole you were a little way. late on recognizing inflation. I remember you I and I arguing about I am a Jay backer the whole time. I'm a Jay hawk. After the break, we're going to talk with the CEO of ServiceNow. See that stock? Take a look at futures, though. Look at the look at the bottom of the board here, man. Those Nasdaq futures. Don't you have to have a reversal when you see it, dude? A what? A reversal? Yeah. We'll, talk, we'll see about a reversal, but you can see that we are poised for a higher market open. And Microsoft's going to come back today because people now forget what Andy Hood said. There you go. All right, more squawk in the street. Straight ahead. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. ServiceNow reported second quarter results that beat on the top and bottom line. We're getting used to that, but sometimes you get a level of excitement that just shows you do not be complacent about a company that delivers a great quarter. Let's bring in Chairman and CEO Bill McDermott. Joins us now, first on CBC. Bill, it is always great to see you. Great to see you too, Jim. Thank you. Okay, so Bill, we've all, what I say, almost suffered through um, we involving AI because everybody's talking about how great it's going to be. No one's talking about what it does for the customers or how they're going to make more money with it. And then I read your release and listened to your conference call, and I realized that there is one company that's been able to do it. It's your company. Please explain why you're able to make money for customers right now and make money for shareholders right now with AI. Absolutely. Well, this is the platform for intelligent end-to-end digital transformation, Jim. And we have had AI built into our platform for years now. So we were a first mover in building the AI features into the platform. And now you're looking at generated AI-infused ProSKU, which essentially enables companies to have a digital assistant across the entire enterprise to radically simplify the life of the employee and the customers they serve. Also the engineers. Just think about an engineer texting to code or texting to build a workflow or texting to develop a new application. And these business cases, because they are so transformative in every industry, they have big paybacks for the customer. So obviously from a pricing perspective, you can have a pro price for this and catch an uplift tailwind for ServiceNow. It's as simple as that. 
Well, you know, Bill, I, I think that, well, I appreciate what you said. You were so much, you were really fired up last night. And I got to get you a little more fired up because <laughs> one of the things that you did say basically is you're making so much money for your customers. Some of the analysts are saying, okay, when are you going to start charging more? That's not your style, I know. But the possibility of a, of a company being 50 to 60% more productive says to me that Salesforce should get more than 10%. I mean, that, uh, that you should get more than 10% of it. Salesforce does that kind of thing. I want to see for service now. I want to see bigger percentages. Well, the most important thing to ServiceNow, and I think that's why we're the fastest growing SaaS company in the cloud in the world, and I also think it's why we have the highest retention rate, more than 99% of our customers stay with us. Um, now we're going to take it to a new level, Jim. So let's reinvent insurance. Let's take AI-based decision-making for underwriting processes. Let's go to healthcare and bring natural language knowledge support for the clinicians to better serve the patients. Let's go to manufacturing and automate supplier onboarding, the supply chain and the shop floor. All these things have massive paybacks for the customers. So one thing we announced yesterday was the ServiceNow AI Lighthouse customer program. And as you know, we're co-developing this with NVIDIA, my great friend Jensen, and of course Accenture to fast track generative AI industry transformation. So we're building the blueprint to completely transform entire industries and the payback for that for our customers is breathtaking and ServiceNow is out in front. And that's why we're uh, growing faster than everybody else in the space. Hey Bill, it's David. So how long does that, trans that transformation, which is significant and which a lot of people have been looking for in terms of the, the benefits from generative AI, how long does that take? Well, that's the great point. We're already doing it. So we're announcing in our Vancouver release, we always name it after a city or a country or a state, our Vancouver release on September 20th, all these AI features that I'm talking about, digital assistance for everybody and every company across every function is in the platform. Now, when you take on these large transformative cases, we already have more than 125 of the world's largest companies lined up at the door to do this with ServiceNow, NVIDIA, and Accenture. How long will that take? We're talking a few months, and it's going to go extremely fast, David. And a lot of people say, well, is that in the guide? And I said, no, because that's the upside case. The faster we can get the customer to realize the true generative benefits of AI, the faster we can realize that in the guide and ultimately the overachievement of the ServiceNow performance. So we're gonna see productivity increases that soon, Bill, from all this stuff that you're talking you, about? You're already seeing it, David. We have something we call ServiceNow Pro in the ServiceNow platform, and we're seeing 30, 40, 50% year-over-year improvements in productivity, and we're also seeing our customers buy the Pro version of our platform at a record clip. Now with generative AI, they're going to get the benefit of Pro and Pro Plus for these generative AI use cases that are transformative. Now is the time to see it. All right, so Bill, uh, when I hear you and I look at the percentages and then I calculate the percentages, what it says to me is you could drive a 60 to 100% increase in contract value among some customers. This potential upside, I have to believe, is not reflected in the current guide you gave us. That's, that's correct, Jim. I mean, that's because you got to do it, right? You have to prove it, you have to do it, but it's not in the current guide. We do see a bull case for AI at ServiceNow because we already have early evidence over the last four years how fantastic the platform's performing 
and the AI functions that are already built into it. This is net new innovation. The flywheel of innovation at ServiceNow is really smoking hot. And now all of our partners are joining the party. They all want in. So it's a super exciting time. And yes, Jim, you now see ServiceNow. Think about this. In 19 of our top 20 deals this quarter, we had five or more products built into the bill of materials for our customer. In, all, in 10 of those deals, we had 10 or more products on this one platform. So what you're seeing us do now is turn into a masterpiece, a masterpiece in enterprise software where across all functions of a company, we are now driving business outcomes, cost takeout, productivity improvement, and growth on. And that's why I'd like to thank all the C-level executives that are watching your show for believing in service now, and we're coming to work for you. One word, flawless. Thank you very much. Bill McDermott, ServiceNow. Good to see you. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody promotes like that, man. Nobody. All right, coming up, it is Kramer's Bad Dash. We'll count you down with an opening bell that's less than eight minutes away. And as you can see from taking a look at uh, futures, we're going to have a nicely higher open. Good day for the bulls, at least early going. We're squawking the street straight ahead. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Let's get to a mad desk and then the opening bell. There are two uh, people, executives, that no one knows this country. One's name is Tim Archer. One's name is Doug Bettinger. Tim Archer is the CEO of Lamb. Doug Bettinger is the CFO. They are putting out numbers, this predecessor was Novellus, that are just extraordinary. They're a very large semiconductor capital equipment company, and they're making the, the chips that everybody needs to go in conjunction, in conjunction with AI. And David, they were... They're making be, the equipment that makes the, the chips. The equipment, semiconductor capital. And they did numbers last night that I, I just never thought they could possibly do, particularly because they were blocked momentarily from China. Now, they were able to get in on some chips for China. They had 26% growth. But when you think about how to make chips, you must think about lamb research, not just applied materials. This is a monster good quarter. They are non-promotional. I've tried to get them to promote. I feel like I have to do it for them. Wonderful quarter. Wonderful. Any read-through, or is it really more specific? It, it is. Well, I tell you, the read-through I would say is that the demand for chips, uh, even though Samsung's kind of saying, listen, Mike, you need DRAMs still not coming back. The demand longer term for chips is so unqualifiedly amazing that it's just, it's just got to put this on your list of companies that will not stop producing great numbers over the next decade. 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 Very hard to hear. Yeah, and, and I, I've expressed 
But we got to go over. We have a line we mentioned. That's, of course, Invisalign. That is terrific. Lamb, we've covered that. Seagate is a comeback story. But, David, I don't think we've given enough credit to the number five best performer in the S&P, which is a company called Comcast. Okay. And I think that you can opine on the company that we work for because it's a rather amazing quarter. Um, it was an interesting quarter for Comcast, and the, the bottom line is the bottom line. It was um, the financial performance of the company that was better than anticipated. Pretty straightforward stuff, such as uh, EBITDA, uh, 10.2 billion. That's adjusted, but it was up 4.2%. Obviously, earnings per share of some importance as well. The revenue number up 1.7%, uh, but net income was higher. Margins were higher. But, you know, Jim, I do like to read a little deeper in, in in many ways as well, to get a read on some of the themes we talk so often about. Broadband customer uh, still went down domestically. Yeah. Only 19,000. You know, yesterday I had Greg Maffei on. Remember, of course, Liberty owns a very large stake in Charter, one of the other largest cable companies in the country. I asked him whether he thought that inflection might be coming. Um, because there has been an expectation, perhaps, you'd start to see growth again. Not quite there for uh, Comcast. Wireless, we talk a lot about this when we talk about AT&T and Verizon and T-Mobile, the competition from both Comcast and Spectrum. Look at that number, 316,000 uh, wireless lines added. And then the other big theme that, of course, was a focus of my interview a couple of weeks back now with Bob Iger from Disney and continues to be one when we talk about NBC Universal and Paramount, Warner Brothers Discovery, Disney, namely the ecosystem on which we rely is going away fast. 543,000 video customers lost in a quarter, and that did increase from the last quarter from the year ago. So, as we have been saying, cord cutting is accelerating. There had been an expectation, given how far down we've come, that things would start to level off. It hasn't happened yet. That's one company. It is the largest, but nonetheless, you're losing, what, over a run rate of over 2 million customers a year who are watching video on cable. And can still get a number. Because it's a broadband company. It's a broadband company. And the peacock losses are diminishing, which I thought was very important. Yep. Peacock losses are, you'd hope, diminishing. That's been seen as a headwind for Comcast. You've got the negotiation, of course, that will be coming. We we know it's been telegraphed with Disney for Hulu. That's going to bring money Comcast's way. Just how much after taxes, we can still debate, but that will take place. But a very positive positive quarter on on the basics, which is delivering on executing and getting an operating margin that was perhaps higher than it had been anticipated in the face of what is still lackluster growth for broadband. There isn't any. Wireless is becoming a real business. And then obviously the loss of video customers. They say we're not chasing unprofitable video. It's never, the margin there has always been small, much smaller than broadband. And that's where things stand. We'll see what we get from Charter. Now, David, do we ever have to talk about theme parks? Because they can't we be should. lucrative. We should. I know that I proposed to Disney that they put up new theme parks. They do not have the capital to do so. However, 
Comcast has all the capital in the world. And to me, they've got great characters. They've got the possibility of an extension. And there are many parts of the country, that, well, in the world, they can do it. I'm just saying that this is a company that is doing far better than people say. Now, I work for them. But it was a remarkable quarter. And if you're going to start cutting back the losses on Peacock, you can start increasing the money on other entertainment. And it's really positive. Yeah. Uh, we do have some sound from Mike Cavanaugh, the president of Comcast, also runs NBC Universal. Talking about cord cutting, take a listen. Consumer trends such as cord cutting and new competitors, particularly from the technology sector, present challenges for us. And we are facing an uncertain macro environment which continues to pressure linear advertising. But I firmly believe that we have the business strategy, management depth, and financial strength to emerge as long-term winners and value creators as the landscape evolves at NBC Universal and across the company. There you go. Reading from the script there, clearly. Um, it's a great number, and I know that, that Kavanaugh cares passionately about losses and cur curtailing them. He cares pa passionately about us. Yeah. Um, Which I really enjoy. He right. really thinks that we're important, and it means the world to me as someone who does not play for dinner, but wants someday to be recognized, and we're beginning to do that as yes. value add. So we're not going to get we're not going to get sold. You don't think CNBC spun off, split off? No. I like an owner who likes me. Okay, because it makes me feel like we're playing. They've NFL always liked ball. us. Hey, Jack Welsh liked us too a yes. lot. Jeff Immelt liked us. I feel a lot. like Andy Reid when I listen to him. Um, all right, can we move on now? Chipotle, you had the CEO on last night. All right, let's night. talk about that. Because let's, uh, let's get to some other earnings movies right, now, here, Here's the problem with Chipotle. The, David, the stock has been up gigantically. Uh, there was a belief that they were going to be able to raise numbers gigantically. They didn't do it because Brian Nickel doesn't play that way. This is a real buy here. Now, you can't buy it yet. It'd probably be down 200 points because there's a lot of hot money in it. But I just thought, in the end, it was just the business as usual, great number from Chipotle, with the addition of making franchise. Uh, a great number. The stock's down 8%. Like, what, what are you talking about? What am I talking about? I'm talking about people who don't know what they're doing. I've been behind this stock since it was at 300. What are these clowns who sell you? What have they given you? What have they given you? Really? Yes, I've been behind so it since 300. I asked Brian Nickel what I got. What I, not, no I said it's 300. You should buy the stock and it's going to go to 2,000. I'm not raising my forecast here, but I've got to tell you, if they bothered to listen to the interview, they would know it's business as usual at Chipotle. At one point, Jack Hartung, who is a completely non-promotional CFO, is basically saying, listen, we can't make enough of these. That's where every people want them. The Middle East franchise, maybe I'm not that good. I don't like franchise. France is good. British is good. Uh, Chipotle's are opening everywhere. David, this story is about speed and throughput. And why people don't understand throughput is because they've never owned a restaurant. If you can make chicken al pastor, which is unfortunately going away, and make that in two minutes instead of 15 minutes, think about the, your, your throughput. The bear, every second counts. I, I have to tell you. Every second counts. When Cuz came back after working at the three-star Michelin, he went right back and starts running Every second counts. All right, uh, you had Brian Nickel on mad last night. Take a listen to what he had to say about the quarter. Inflation is still showing up in both labor, kind of in the mid-signal digit range, and if you exclude kind of the great um, kind of pullback in costs on avocados, you are still seeing mid-single digit inflation. We've got tremendous pricing power so that if we need to pull that, we can pull that lever. 
See, everybody said, okay, so people understand. There's two ways that these companies have been making their money. I mean, jacking up prices, right, and then accepting that traffic's going to go down. Or you actually have traffic going up, which is natural organic growth. That man has traffic going up. And, you know, avocados are going to source from Peru, not going to get away from the volatile Mexico market. And they have, they're, they're getting people to start working. It's not as hard to find people to work. This is just the classic overreaction from people who do not know what they're doing. And I respect that because I respect people who do the wrong thing because that's how you get to make money. Um, what company started Chipotle? McDonald's. Correct. Let's talk about McDonald's uh, because that company also out with numbers. Well, that's We've been clockwork. missing some of our American icons. I wanted to hit McDonald's. We didn't do Coke yesterday because no. we're just so busy. And I spent so much time on Coke. You know, I know. We never me. even got to it. There's our uh, McDonald's. But by the way, CEO also on the call talking about the consumer. Um, certainly some concern with the U.S. consumer that shows up in their sentiment, but our business and particularly, I think our value positioning in the market has put us into a good position to be able to weather and continue to drive share gains that they say are being seen in the numbers, Jim. Look, I, I think that McDonald's is one of those companies that you just consistently are impressed that they do double-digit uh, comp store sales. It used to be like you're looking at three, four. This is just an incredibly well-run company. It is doing everything right. And you can buy it, and you can, I don't want to say forget about it, but as long, but this management team is, you, the old management teams have been erratic. There's nothing erratic about these. These are just pros. did indicate that pricing may eventually or gradually start to come down as a result of, of inflation abating. They're, they're, um, they're doing it right. You wouldn't know that, though, from the Nestle quarter and the way they raise price, well, for I example. Well, I tell you, the one that you're going to really find, have to focus on is Procter, because if it's, if it's like what Unilever had, Procter reports... Uh, tomorrow, you're going to see the pricing did not come down, but the margins gigantic expansion because they have the scale, unlike Kimberly Clark, which is not of the scale to tell its suppliers, here's our new pricing. The only people who could stop Procter are Costco and Walmart. You know, I, I had Rodney McMillan last night talking about will the government bless, will the FTC the CEO bless? Of Kroger yeah, in the midst Kroger of, of trying Albertsons. to buy Albertsons. That is a gotten a lot of opposition, as you might imagine. Right. And in that one, I get a lot fewer people questioning the FTC's judgment. Right, because, you know, that the law of our country is the, P, is, the, is the P&B Bank standard, which is when P&B Bank tried to buy the Gerard Corn Exchange, number one and number two in Philadelphia. This is according to uh, Jonathan Cantor, who's really rigorous. This company's combining the number four and number five, so theoretically, they should be blessed. But Lena Khan is so anti-merger that even though it's created 100,000 union jobs in the last dozen years, it might be blocked. But they need to do it just to be able to keep up with Costco and Walmart, which are just junk. And Amazon, although yeah, Amazon... I mean, I know he's positive on the prospects for the deal, but he seems to be alone in that, Jim. Um, yes. Okay, you agree. Yes. I happen to like him very much because I think that if they walk away from the deal, the stock goes up. Or if they get the deal, the stock goes up. I think it's not bad. We should but, but Activision Blizzard changed my mind about a lot of things. Yeah. Because the courts use the P&D standard. That's the one you have to focus on. Well, you know what? And we, it's true. It's, uh, you, know, you can't predict anything in this environment, it seems. Um, but I detect like the level of, of pseudo, of some optimism by you. That there could be a return after I, I pseudo was I am, When it comes it. to merger and acquisition activity, I'm hearing a much higher level of conversation, yes. which could translate into potentially at least some transactions being announced, let's call it fall, end of the year. 
That said, very important I always caution sacks. people, just because they're talking doesn't mean they're going to uh, actually decide to pull the trigger. We should pause for a moment and just note the no. performance of the NASDAQ in particular yes. uh, this morning. It is up over 1.5%. That's bringing its gains for the year, by the way, to 37-plus percent. It's Obviously being driven in part by MetaShares, which are up 8.5%, but not alone. You've got Apple up 1%. You've got Amazon up 3%. Alphabet adding to the gains we saw yesterday after earnings. It's up another two plus percent. And NVIDIA, which we talk about so often as being the beneficiary of so many trends. And did you notice, by the way, how Bill McDermott immediately tried to work in Jensen Wong because yes. of the partnership with them and Accenture? The, the theme of this, Jensen's not talking right now, but Jensen had it. And he was, it's really incredible that he showed it to me like a year and a half. He goes, why does anybody like it? He was just astonished that people weren't picking up on it. And then ChatGPT. And of course, he was friends with Sam from a long time. Remember, he is the genius behind all of this. And there are people right now in this country who are so good at business that if I were in the People's Republic of China, I would say, wow, we misjudged them. We thought that we were beating them from enough. Can't keep capitalism down. Not for long, Jim. Cheers for capitalism. There you go. Oh, did you have to do that? Why? Okay. Yeah, Why? Can we talk I, I about Apple for a second? I, I can't we talk about Apple be for positive second? on the business I, community. I want to point out point blank. Yeah. You could spend $40 billion on Reality Labs. The Vision Pro, Apple, is going to crush what's over there. It's so good. It's going to crush what? What to Quest, MetaQuest, whatever. All right. That's an Reality interesting Labs. comment you're making here. Yes, because I think that Apple is sneaking up because the Vision Pro is so great. <laughs> Think about what they did. They got so messy. Fred Meta, is going to have spent. Have what, you seen Hijack? Have you watched Hijack? I'm not going to watch Hijack. Hijacked. Hijacked is like 24 on steroids. I'm not going to watch Hijack. I like Idris Elba too. Just I, I just, I, I, I. It's so funny that you come back to this tiny little business every time you talk about Apple, namely like the stuff that literally means nothing for them. Eddie Q. We shouldn't spend time on it. Eddie Apple Q. is up. Why? Eddie it's Q. up because of, I don't know, AI and because they're going to sell more Pro's phones. Vision Pro's much better because 15's looking Nobody good. Nobody cares about the, the Vision good Pro. Because the, okay, because the, it's, because it's the greatest the technology company with the greatest consumer the, the greatest consumer ratings. And I want to make a, a statement right now. Eddie Q getting, getting messy for MLS, that is a coup the likes of which if we had any linear TV company talking about it, it was all we talk about. Hijacked. Well, that's because it would actually okay, so move you know the needle in a linear company because they all have tiny market values. You like interest more than anyone else in the world. <laughs> Ever since Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell on the wire is one of the greats. I, I tell you, he's very his happy. My his son is watching the wire now. He's his, totally into his it. His programming, so my kids, Eddie Q is doing things that are just. They're existentially fabulous. All right, let's move on to some of the names we haven't gotten to this morning. Um, but carrier, on the negative number. side, love uh, Southwest Airlines. Yeah, but against that, you go Royal Caribbean, David. You and I are going to take a, a cruise. It's going to be fabulous. You're going to be on deck 14. I, of course, will be in the haven up the top. But this is um, really, my daughter was on the 12th floor when she did a Norwegian cruise line. Said it was not as Southwest, a, though, a uh, is down, Jim. Important. Um, obviously, Gary Kelly no longer in charge there. Yeah. Okay. You're tough. Well, you have nothing to say on that one, do you? All right. No, not right now. All right, you move on. Dave, Go ahead. You're entitled. Amazon and the idea that chassis is getting religion. They don't want to spend a fortune on food. 
You know, there's been this Amazon conference that I did not get invited to. I don't know how you felt about that. It's in New York. I didn't get invited. I don't get invited nothing. to anything. I got nothing. I literally get invited to nothing. You, you know that. You know, you really do. I mean, I had a fly to Sun Valley. I couldn't even get in. Well, it, um, Apple has things. Me. They have things where they give you the Vision Pro and let you try it on. I never get invited to any of that stuff. I don't get invited to anything. I didn't even know about the Amazon anyway. thing that All I wasn't right, invited let's, to. Let's talk about Honeywell down, down <laughs> 8, okay? Now, this quarter was actually quite good, but it's the first quarter from Vimal Kapoor. Um, people right. did not like the fact he kind of kept the numbers the same. I'm going to tell you, when this stock is at one, this is a travel trust stuff for a long time. When the stock's at 195, 196, you're going to start buying it, okay? It's pretty simple. Because it wasn't that bad a quarter, and yet people are just freaking out. Uh, because people don't understand every, how it every, every quarter that's, every, every time the stock is down and it's, you'd say it's not a bad quarter, you're like, it's well, well, you got anything bad to say about anything? Come on, give me something. Estee Lauder. Give me something negative. Horrendous. What? Estee Lauder's been horrendous. Okay. Disney's been horrible. Yeah. Uh, just though. amazing. Yeah. Microsoft yesterday was down 15. I told people in the trust to be able to buy it right now. It's coming right back. People will now forget what Amy Hood said. But Honeywell, look, it's a new CEO. Some people think it's a reset. I could go over. I'll give you a Honeywell so that people don't understand. People understand. I actually do work. I know that people who are selling it, there's kind of, they're, they, I don't know what kind of work they do. But, okay, so here's what, here's what it is. Um, they beat earnings per share. They had higher segment margins. The revenues were on target. The backlog was up. They raised earnings per share. They raised the revenue. They had one weakness division, which is the softness due in the warehouse automation. Arrow's cooking on all cylinders. It's the best Arrow franchise with the greatest gross margin. So go sell it. Go sell it. Go knock yourself out. Go do stupid. Go do it. I don't care. It does, it does remind me I, that, of earlier in the week and the drubbing that uh, RTX yeah, RTX. Took. But the problem is RTX is you know the powdered metal. They're pulling things. We know what the problem right. is, Greg. Hayes was 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 thankfully was with Jack. us to explain it to Jack. us. But you know, um, I, I'm saying, do I want these people to sell Honeywell? I don't want them in my Honeywell. They should hit the road. All right. You know what? We it's our fourth day together this week. Let's see. It's we, been I great. Mean, we've had earnings we haven't talked about all Madden the over the place. Generally, what do you think? Uh, with, okay, so I, I'm going to give you something that is. Well, I'm just asking you a broad no, interpretation was, of earnings season. I was about to give you a Bristol Myers take. That's what that, I asked that question, and you think of Bristol Myers? But yes, because Bristol Myers is revealing itself as what people used to like: consistent, fine, blah blah blah. People are liking industrials that can shoot the lights out. They're liking tech that's, that's that is uh, software enterprise that is no longer spending with it. You know crazy sailors. They like oil that are not spending like crazy sailors. They like they like financials now that they've been brought down to a level where they can be bought. They like Costco and Walmart because it's a group for the consumer. And basically what they like is anything in the NAS. Yeah. 37% is the gain on the NASDAQ at By this Microsoft, moment Microsoft, Amy Hood has been and the S&P is approaching you a 20% gain. So it has been a good year, to say the least, for our broad markets. we had a good quarter so David. far. And that's Rimbo. It's good to know, Jim. Thank you. Before we head to break, let's give you a quick look at the bond market as well. Of course, we're a day out from the Fed raising rates by 25 basis points. Key question, of course, continues to be what's next? Higher for longer? Is that possible? Well, there you see the two year at 4891 and the 10. 3.905%. We're back red right Let's get to stop trading. What do you got? Remember you asked me earlier what's really working, what's kind of things. It's a company like Textron. No, it's, look, it's a Providence-based company. People don't think about it, but it put up unbelievable numbers. It's got uh, great automotive. It's got great airline. It's got great defense. It's got great finance division. And people don't really think anything of it. 
This is what you have to look at. Kind of reminds me of Eaton. These companies that have been forgotten, they're yesteryear, they know how to manage things, and I just won't applaud them. I want to applaud them, General Dynamics, yesterday. This is the kind of thing that people are missing. American industrial companies that are crushing it. Crushing it. What do you have on the big program here's, this evening? Okay, so here's one that's just crushing it. Otis. Otis Elevator. And that's mm-hmm. Judy Marks, who's doing a remarkable job. Uh, now, stock's down today, but stock's been at 52-week high. It's up, just consistent up since she spun, you know, was spun off from RTX. And then Agco, and David, that's really more feed the world. But I do always like to keep up with it because they really understand uh, the problems with Ukraine. He's the guy who told me that so that 13% of, our, of the world's calories are about bottled up in Ukraine, which is one of the reasons why food's so intractable. Uh, and once again, the reason I think you'll like it is it's a, it's a reverse head and shoulders, Ben. It's a reverse head and shoulders? Yeah, which I know happens to be what you missed that. Yeah, I have. Jim, have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You See too. you over there a little later. Absolutely. At your, at your post for Mad Money. Thank you. Jim and David, Kramer, Royal everybody. Caribbean. Royal Caribbean. You and I, what do you say? That's 14th never gonna deck. Never going to happen. Why not? Because you know that it won't happen. All right. Not that I wouldn't want it to. We got a lot more after the break on, of course, that big earnings report from Meta. Stock up 8%. CFO also joining uh, our network later. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.